Hi, and welcome to Mouse Chat. I'm Lisa, and joining me, I have Steve, Chris, Lauren, and Sharpie. The whole gang's here. Mm-hmm. Yay. How are you? <laughs> Hello. <laughs> you sound so excited. Howdy, Lisa. <laughs> Hello, howdy. All right. Today's show, we're going to bring you some news, Disney news, and a lot of this is going to be generated from a recent trip that Lauren took to Disney. And uh, Lauren, you want to get us started? Uh, sure. So I was able to, um, as we all know, Paddlefish officially opened. They're still soft opening, but they opened on February 4th. So I actually got lucky enough to to get in there and grab a bite to eat with uh, my hubby. And the place, well, first of all, Mandy and I toured it the night before I ate there. And we looked in all the rooms. Um, there's six rooms in there. I believe they seat about three or 400 people. And it's gorgeous. Like they did a beautiful job on refurbishing um, fountains. And each room is, de- is decorated with soft tones, like light blues, tans, beiges, you know, browns, different things like that. Very, very soft colors. Um, Each room kind of has its own decor. And I think they did a fabulous job. And then when you go up to the top, they've got a bar and like um, a sitting area. You can also order off the menu from up there. And it's beautiful. It's got beautiful views of Disney Springs, of the lake. Um, It's just gorgeous. They did a really, really good job. So moving forward, Rich and I uh, had dinner there. And... We had great server. Uh, the food was fantastic. We tried the um, crab fries, which are, they're basically French fries, hand-cut potato French fries with uh, lump crab on top. Ooh. And um, it's called Louis dressing. Hmm. It was, I can't describe it. It was, um, it had a little bit of a kick to it, but not too bad. It was really good. Um, and then we both actually wound up ordering the lobster risotto, which was um, a whole lobster on top of risotto. And the risotto had like saffron and lemon oil in it. It was very, very good. Uh, The whole meal was delicious. I highly recommend it. Now is it Um, um, Disney dining plan if you or not yet or. I don't know. They did take tables in Wonderland, so oh, I'm going to assume they're going to be taking Disney Dining Plan. I didn't ask about that. Okay, so you get your, what is it, 20% off with the tables, yeah, Disney they, tables in Wonderland? they took cart. tables, yep. So, and the food was fantastic. I mean, the, the lobster was cooked perfectly. The food was really good. I highly recommend it. Well, good. And it is a two-table service. Everybody should know. If you are on the dining plan, it will take up two-table service credits. Have you been to Fulton's recently? I, I mean, hadn't what been was... to Fulton's in a long time. Okay. Um, just wondering how you would compare the two, if it's like two completely different places or if you see similarities. I, I would bet it's two completely different places. I think that's what they were shooting for, but Fulton's focused on classic service of traditional seafood dishes. I don't think paddlefish is focusing on that at all. No, not yeah. The, the, the menu did a, did a complete, complete shift, but it was really good. You should definitely try it. I think the last time 
I was there was Empress Lily. So sad. <laughs> I'm not going back until I bring I it back. I believe you're Empress dating Lily. yourself now, Steve. Yeah, I think I might be in that same boat, no pun intended. That was the last time. And you would go in and to the left there was a there was a lounge and there was a bar and there was a guy who was a Disney cast member who used to play the piano and do impressions in there and he was awesome. And we would was all that go, you? No. But <laughs> he would do Phantom of the Opera and he would do all these other different skits and it was I don't know, it was like comedy, music. You get a couple drinks and all the cast members would go on a Thursday night or something. It was. Was it ever? It was nice. Was it ever character dining? Uh, I don't. I don't think so. Not that I know of. Mm. But yeah, now it's all been. It's all fancy now. I, I vaguely remember being there a long time ago, but I remember characters, so I might be confused. I may never have been there. There's a lot of stuff at Disney Springs, so it's. I'm yeah. glad that. I saw some pictures online and everything that I saw looked good. So I'm glad that everybody likes it. Sounds yeah. like everybody likes it. Living up to what it's supposed to be. All right, yeah. let's move on. Sharpie, what do you have? We officially have opening date for Avatar. Is no one excited? What? I was going to say, yeah. is that like a dramatic I pause? Continue. I, I was waiting for, I was waiting oh, for the, for the echoless like, applause and try excitement. Try again. We'll do better. And I am so excited because guess when it opens? Five days after I leave. Oh, well, you got to go. You got to change your dates or, or stay. Well, I can't. Lisa won't let me. No. Oh. <laughs> it's up against Lisa now. It's wow. Lisa's fault. I blame her. They have their own <laughs> website where they have like news and stuff where they're transmitting live from uh, Pandora. Pretty exciting. Okay. That's just weird. Yeah. When is it? Okay, yeah, Sharpie, you can't just do that. Big, May twenty seventh, uh, and as as I briefly explained on our one of our last shows, I will be there for that weekend. Pretty excited, pretty excited to to be there for the weekend. Sharpie, do you need a roommate? <laughs> I currently do not have one, so uh, have I reservations have for. Uh, Disney's Animal Kingdom Lodge, actually. Oh, nice. so, so, three bedroom yeah. villa all to yourself. I may I may have to fly back down for that. There's a very good possibility that will be happening. Man. It is uh one of the let me let me think here. Let me think. This is the newest land opening since the new fantasy land. Yeah. Oh yeah. And the only new land to open since Animal Kingdom, like complete new land. Yeah. Wow. So yeah, I mean, groundbreaking, literally, in 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 more more ways than one. And guess uh, what? We won't be invited to the opening. Oh. <laughs> there was a wound there, and now there is salt in oh. the wound. Thank you, Lauren. Uh, no so so it, We'll have two two attractions uh, within the land. One is a ma- major e ticket, and one is kind of a of a minor C ticket, maybe a D ticket, kinda a little bit maybe. Uh, but it'll be the the Navi River Journey, uh, and then the Avatar Flight of Passage. So you'll have have a, a boat ride experience, uh, more of a dark uh, adventure, and then uh, the Avatar Flight of Passage will be. Uh, aboard a banshee 
Uh, and as I shared on the show last time, uh, rumor has it that you will actually be able to feel the banshee breathe under you. Mm-hmm. Oh, so kind of a living creature that you'll be riding, much in in tune with with the 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 movie itself. Uh, pretty pretty exciting. Uh, I'm I'm pumped. Uh, I know there's been a lot a lot of talk about really all this fuss for Avatar. It wasn't that 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 huge of a movie but it was it was it was a huge movie a uh, lot a lot of won lots of awards the the year it was released uh another another movie coming out soon uh so this stay tuned i i really see a lot of development on the avatar front coming down the pike uh and the level of uh animatronic utilized in this attraction is Beyond belief, beyond belief, it's going to be amazing. Do do we know the height requirements yet for those two rides? We don't, right? Uh, it, it is said that they will they will mimic. Uh, there there will not be a height requirement for for the the Navi River Journey. Uh, it's a boat ride. Uh, so, so essentially, if you can ride Small World, you'll be able to ride the Navi River Journey. Okay. Uh, but also, I had heard that. Uh, the height requirement will be the same or similar as Soren. Um, so, I, forty inches. Yeah, that that that's what that's what I would would that venture to I guess. Assumed. Yeah, have, having not seen an, an official note on that, um, but yeah, so it, it shares a lot in common with the ride system used for uh, for Soren. A uh, Soren, but it's not not exact. So, so expect some, some big differences on that, on that end. So Hmm. I'm excited. I think just the level of color and depth and the bioluminescence that that's going to be utilized throughout the attraction. uh, It's going to be awesome. It's going to be really incredible. If you've, if you've seen the movie, if you love the movie, uh, this is going to be a a totally different, different facet uh, and development for, for that movie. All right. Very excited. It'll be interesting to see how that all comes together. How it Pandora's out. Oh my. Do you think they'll sell those? I was digging for that one. Do you think they're going to have the little charms for the bracelet there? For for Pandora? Yeah. Um, You could look at a shop. Incredible co marketing. You could. uh, Why doesn't everybody thought of this? Oh. Like I'm going to be honest. Every time uh-huh. I think of Pandora, I think of those bracelets. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not in too. a good way. Endlessly customizable. Right. Think of it that way. Mm-hmm. Indeed. Okay, Lauren, you've got a couple more to do, so I'm going to throw it back to you for another one. Um, so while I was down there, I uh, was over at Wide World of Sports So I just wanted to do a quick update on the progression of the new building. And I know this doesn't pertain to everybody, but um, for me, it's huge because my girls will hopefully get to compete in this building eventually. But the new sports complex that they're building at um, Wide World of Sports is coming along. Um, It's huge. The thing is massive. Um, And it looks to be about halfway done. And it's going to, I believe it's supposed to open more towards the end of this year. And so all the teams that come in starting in January for cheer competitions will all compete in the new um, 
arena for 2018. So it looks like it, I took some pictures of it. It's actually pretty, it's, it's huge. It's massive. So it's kind of exciting for the cheer community. Mm-hmm. So I haven't been out there except for, I think we did the 5k and we had to go out there to get our, our, uh, bibs. Yeah. It's huge. I mean, it's 286,000 square feet, wow. 8,000 seats. It's just Oof. massive. Wow. Yeah. It's huge. It's, it's going to be pretty awesome. And uh, my girls should be able to compete there the last two years, which is kind of cool. It sounds cavernous. It sounds it's, gigantic. It's big. It's really big. Like as soon as you pull on the property, it's the first thing you say. You know what you they should do? Up. They should put in a dorm there. <clears throat> well, they should paint because it. like yeah. I had issues. My clients had issues like in the last two weeks with all the cheer groups. And I know they're kids and they're going to you know, practice and everything, but I shouldn't be getting emails at 11 o'clock at night from clients who can't sleep and Disney won't speak to them. They speak to the chaperones. So it's really up to the chaperones to make the kids calm down and they, it doesn't happen. Yeah. Well, it, you know what? And it really depends on the school. Like, I mean, our kids, the kids I was just down there with, they had very strict curfews. Um, every single kid was in their room at the, at the time they were supposed to be in their room. Whatever that group was at the beginning of the month, that was the one my client had a lot of problems with. That was the dance team. Yeah, they were not great because like, and she sent me a video. It was pretty bad. Yeah. So Well, Varsity actually bought out all of the all-star resorts this weekend. Yeah, that's smart. So you could not stay there. This You couldn't stay at an all-star resort this weekend unless you were there for a cheer competition, which was really nice. I mean, the kids, there was nobody for them to annoy. You know, so, and it contained it. I think it was actually a really smart move. Yeah, I think that's a good idea. But I mean, if they had like dorms or something, that would be pretty smart too. Yeah. Because then they could have like practice nearby. They could have, you know, they could make their noise and everything. Yeah. It takes away from the fun of being at Disney though. I don't know. I think that she might have something there. I don't know. It's interesting. I mean, they have enough land to do it. That's for sure. Well, what they could even do, I'm just going out on a limb here, is kind of create larger facilities where you could have a bunch of beds, um, I guess in a true dorm or cabin sense, where you wouldn't have to worry about having chaperones, as many chaperones on these trips, which I know often isn't a problem because the, the moms want to go and the dads want to go, but... You know, you can have a room that would have 10 bunk beds or something and the whole team goes in. We could have Disney hostels. Kind of. <laughs> it's called Vista Way. Well, they have like Vista Way. Idea. Well, they, yeah. yeah, they could just repurpose Vista Way. Yeah, but they could do that. Mm-hmm. If they're like. You could even where? do like a high rise, like like a kind of dorm like they have for colleges. You know, like some of them where they have like, you know they have a little bathroom in the middle and then they have two or three girls or guys or whatever on either side. It would would work out perfectly. Here's, here's why it won't work because your competitions that come in there, there are some of them that are so tremendous. You couldn't house everybody there. Right. That's true. And that's why it wouldn't work because you have your world's cheer competition. And the one I just went to this UCA um, high school, cheer competition, the college cheer nationals, they are massive. Summit, they're huge, huge, huge competitions. 
There's Thousands no way. Thousands of competitors, let alone the, the parents Not and even guests. the parents, yeah. Like you're talking literally like thousands and thousands and thousands of competitors. The thing that people need to do then is they need to do like what you showed me how to do last week, which is to look on the ESPN site and find out what's coming. So yeah. there's a lot there in uh, March. There's two big ones in April, right? Yep. So, and I have a client, I, I ended up moving her to another resort because she's right smack dab in the middle of it. Yeah. So, which was I, fine, you know. Yeah. As long as you watch that page when you're right. people, you're, you're good. I, I honestly thought she was safe. I didn't realize they had a dance competition at the end of January. I thought things kind of started up like right now and then a little, no. you know, not too nope. much in February and then, you know, March, it really gets going. And so. January, you have college. January right. has college to your nationals. So, Lauren, if people are listening and they want to avoid the resort being full of cheerleaders or whatever it is, um, where do they go? Is it just the general ESPN page or is it like a Disney sports page? They should call Mouse Chat. Well, they can do that too. That's <laughs> actually true, Lauren. No, there's the ESPN Wide World of Sports has a website. Okay. And if you click on it, you can actually view all the events that are going on. And it's not just cheer, um, but they have a lot of events going on. And okay. you can also click through to the registration. And when you click through to the registration, you can actually see what hotels are participating in it. Oh, very smart. Yeah. All right. Uh, Chris, we're going to put you next. So if you listen to the show, you know, I'm not a huge fan of nighttime shows, but I realize that everyone else does love them. And for a lot of people, we found out just a few days ago that wishes the final night is May 11th. So if you go to the magic kingdom and you watch wishes during your trip every, you know, whenever it's playing at night, which is every night, it's no more. Sorry. But there's good. There's good but news. But there's actually a show taking it play, taking its place, and it's called Happily Ever After, and it will ha will have a lot of different you know characters that the kids love: Moana, Brave, Big Hero Six, Zootopia, Princess and the Frog, Aladdin, and many others. Hmm. So get ready. It, it sounds the description of Happily Ever After actually sounds to me. Like, like wishes. it's going to be like Star Wars almost with the projections. It sounds like they're going to cut like combo, like celebrate the magic and fireworks almost. Yeah, yeah. kind of. And and that's the vision I have of it. I could be completely wrong, but based on what I read, that's what I vision. I kind of have a vision of. Yeah, and I, I would mean, really surprised if it has the same mortar count as wishes. The actual number of fireworks. Wow, I never even thought about that. I bet you yeah. they have less. Yeah, because Wishes is Wishes has been a, a very expensive show for Disney to produce because not not only because of the, the the number of mortars, but because of the duration of the show and the multiple segments of the story. Well, and here's the thing. I mean, like when we put it out, like every one of the Facebook pages I put it on, like my own and Mouse Chat and so on, um, everybody was like, oh, my God, I'm crying right now. And I was like, really? Because I'm <laughs> so heartless. But oh. I know you were upset, too. I'm sorry. So Mandy and I were, were planning on a whole different plan for Thursday night. Mm -hmm. We literally changed all of our plans. Yeah, but your plans were just to go drink, right? Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> 
And then what did you do? Who asked you? Did you make, um, did you make like protest signs? So we went and we sat on the lawn and we watched Wishes oh. and I literally cried through the whole thing. I'm like, did you really? I can't believe this is the last time I'm going to, I was, I mm. was like, tears were just streaming down my face. Mm. I was so sad because Wishes, Wishes is my whole kid's childhood. That's right. Yep. You, you know, my kids were, were two the first time I took them to see it and like that was my favorite moment with them when they were two and they saw Tink fly for the first time. You know what I mean? Like just wishes just reminds me of bringing the girls there when they were babies. It'll be one of those things. It'll be remember when we used to go and watch wishes and they used to have fireworks in the magic kingdom. Remember? Wishes opened know. October 9th, 2003. Yep. Wow. Yeah. My girls were too. Wow. Good gracious. That's a long time ago. That is a long time. That's a long run. Yeah. That's, that's but very sad. Thing. When did Illuminations open and why are we not getting rid of that? Oh, I know. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh you are. placement in the works for Illuminations. What? You're singing my yeah, song. Oh, yeah. There's, there's been rumor of a replacement for Illuminations for a Dear long time. Dear God in heaven, I will actually throw a party that day. Oh, I love illumination. It's awful. No. I, I, I can't it. even imagine. Like every time somebody wants, to, I'm there with someone and they want to watch it. I'm like, oh God, yes. Okay. But <laughs> I, I mean, at least wishes I actually enjoy if someone for, see, see, here's the thing. It's not that I don't enjoy these nighttime shows. It's just that I know. No, well, that is true. Actually. Cantankerous. I know that, um, while they're going on, I can go ride rides that I want to ride. Mm. And so why would I care about wishes, which I've seen many times? I've, you've seen it once. You've seen it a thousand times. It's all the same. But seriously, um, w- when I can go ride something, like I could get on Seven Dwarfs. Mm. Yeah, but Seven Dwarfs still has a long wait during wishes. Yeah, but it's not as long. And if yeah. you're like me, you know, I mean, that's and that's you can a get sprayed. Bonus. You can get sprayed by sprinklers while they're... Dousing the mountain to keep the firework embers from catching it on yeah, fire. Yeah, exactly. I'm glad that they're like, I mean, I do like that Wishes ends May 11th and this Happily Ever After one starts May 12th. Yeah. Right. So I feel yeah, like are you, no Oh, you should be between. there on the 11th and the 12th and you could watch it back to back and then you could see right? if it's really. Yeah, that'd be special. But be I'm going to be there a week later, so I'll get to see it that, that first week it opens. Do you know what stinks? Like, I, Okay. I looked at my travel last year and I said, I'm traveling too much. It's too expensive. Your house is in disarray. I mean, you just cannot keep up that pace, right? So I decided to make a conscious effort to cut back. And of course, this is a year where everything is opening. You've got Rivers of Light this week. You've got Pandora in May. You've got the new fireworks show. Like, I have taken this vow of staying home and everything's happening. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Pretty annoying. Uh, that's annoying. I agree. Well, it's telling me been, that Pandora's opening five days after I leave. Oh, there have been numerous times when I've said to myself, I could just get in the car. I could just go down and see Rivers of Light. But here's and the thing. It, if if you look at the last five years, there has been a lot of development. Oh, yeah. Especially compared but to not the like, prior but, five. But last year, the, not a heck of a lot went on and I was down there constantly. <laughs> Darn it. I mean, I really <laughs> need to, you know. Get my priorities straight. I mean, the, like the, almost the entirety of Disney Springs is new now versus two years ago. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's yeah that's amazing. true. And I do enjoy Disney Springs. Like I never thought 
I would enjoy going to Disney Springs, but there are numerous things that bring me down there. You used to hate it, actually. I, I, well, why would I go to a shopping mall when I'm at Disney? That's very true. Wait a minute. You've Wait done that. Wait a second. You have done that. That's different. That's an actual <laughs> shopping mall. <laughs> yes. Yes. I'm just going to say no comment. I don't do that. <laughs> now that I live in Atlanta and I have good shopping in Atlanta, I don't have to do that. But when I lived in Raleigh-Durham, the shopping wasn't so great. I'm sure if we have listeners from North Carolina, they know what I'm talking about. So I would wander over to that mall once well, in a while. Well, I'm hoping for the Happily Ever After to be more like the Disneyland Paris show. So it's got projections and a little bit of fireworks and some, I don't know if they're going to have any water things like they have there or not. I think it would. I doubt t- it, considering doubt- they don't really have water there, yeah, Steve. Yeah, that's the, that's the thing. I think they'll What, you, what are they going to do? Have a guy with a hose yes, stand out there? Yes, he's going to spray it with his thumb. <laughs> Because if you look at if you look at Wish's predecessor, which was Fantasy in the Sky, uh-huh. it opened in 1971 Oof. and ran until 2003. Wow! Yeah, that's a long time. So this could be same, a lot for a long time. Same show. This show is wow. This show could be around for a long time. I don't get sentimental about things at Disney. There's there's really only a handful of things that would just I would be broken up over. Carousel of Progress. I would be a mess over if they change grand floridian too much i will be a mess other than that i'm pretty good mm-hmm. well, well don't, don't touch the haunted mansion i'm glad they either. got a new show they have all the hubgrass area they redid that a long time ago they got a lot of space for people um so and they put those like little mini turrets in or whatever so i guess that's where the projection equipment is i bet it should be nice i'll be excited to see it well, if you were interested in seeing it and mm. you were only going for one day, I have bad news for you. Right. Ticket prices are going up. No, Uh-oh. ticket prices went up. Yep, they went yep. up. Yeah. So as of February 12th, 2017, in the single day tickets have gone up in price. So I'm going to run through a whole bunch of numbers and uh, hopefully I won't confuse myself. I'm going to make it easy on myself and start in Disneyland. And what's going on out there is their ticket, their single day ticket has gone up $2 in value season. Value season went from $95 to $97. Uh, The regular season has gone from $105 to $110. And then peak and holiday season is $119, gone up to $124 per day per person. And the kid prices are a little bit cheaper. Uh, If you are out in Disneyland and you have a deluxe annual pass, that has increased by $20, going from $599 up to $619, which doesn't sound that horrible, especially when you jump to the East Coast to our annual pass ticket pricing. So our, I'm going to start at the bottom. The Florida resident gold pass, which does have blackout dates, it only went up $10 from $549 up to $559. And then they have the Platinum Annual Pass. This one has no blackout dates. And it went up $20 from $649 up to $679. If you went to the Platinum Plus, this one includes your water parks, went up $40, $829 up to $869. That's a lot for water parks. Yeah, it is. But if you use them a lot, maybe. Yes. Yeah. Daycare. Um, 
Here you go, kids. Enjoy the water park. Pick you up at five. Well, good news is the Premier Passport, it didn't go up. It's the same. Same expensive price. Uh, and then we go to the individual tickets. And the Magic Kingdom has a higher daily, single-day ticket price than Epcot, Hollywood Studios, and Animal Kingdom Park. And so the Magic Kingdom on your peak season actually stayed the same. That was a bad lead-in. But it stayed the same at $124. Your regular season went up $5 from $110 up to $115. And your value season, uh, $105 up $2 to $107. Epcot, very similar, right around that $5 range. This is boring. This is all kinds of numbers, but here they are. It's news. Epcot, Hollywood, and um, Animal Kingdom. The value season went from $97 up $2 to $99. The regular season went from $102 up $5 to $107. And then peak season, $114 up to $119. Now, did... Four-day tickets and five-day tickets also go up, or is this really just This is passes? the single-day ticket pricing and the annual pass pricing. So the other ticket prices didn't go up if you're going on a two, three, four? No, they're saying that if you get a two-day ticket, you actually save a little bit because it's one ninety nine, so you save a few dollars. But what they did do is they changed a couple more things. It used to be that only the... Uh, Single-day tickets had expiration dates. Now any ticket has an expiration date, and it's going to be December 30th of the following year. So you have until that date to um, to use that ticket. And uh, don't forget, if you, you, you can't break it up. If you have a six-day ticket, you can't use two days now and then four days in six months. The tickets, all the tickets, expire 14 days after first use whether you get it with a package or a single day or a two day, whatever you get, they're going to expire 14 days after the first use. So, so what you're saying is, okay, so it used to be like w one thing people with annual passes would do is in order to get free dining, they would go ahead and buy like a two day ticket because that's what you needed with the package. And then they just put that two day ticket aside because it was good indefinitely. So now you're saying if I get a two day ticket in September, of 2017 by December of 2018, it has to be used. Correct. Well, there's a oh, little wow. asterisk. No, there's a little asterisk after this because what they will do, if you haven't used it by that December 30th date, 31st date, is they will give you credit for the original purchase price. So it's not like you, people use tickets as investments. They really do because right. they go up so yeah. much. Um, they're not going to give you a current value. They're going to give you what you paid. As a credit. So you couldn't just, um, you know, in January of 2019, run it through a turnstile, but you could take it to guest services and get a credit for what you originally paid. Yes. And then you can buy oh. your ticket with that credit. So it's not a terrible deal. You're just That's not, not bad. No, it's fair. And I think I mean, what it basically good. does is it is it stops people from buying a ticket and then five years from now going and, and just using it and having and saving $75 because God knows, I mean, tickets have gone up some ridiculous amount in the last yeah. five years. So, yeah. I mean, it kind of makes sense. Yeah. They're still, they're not losing money, but they're not able to use it in the same manner that they could use it before. Right. I still have tickets from 20, 25 years ago. You're awesome. I'm holding on to them. You, you have mine in there too, mister. I'm not using them ever. <laughs> no expiration. Those are hard to come by. In another 20 years, they'll be worth more than gold. It could be. Could be. 
Yeah. So I thought that was interesting that they kind of changed up the expiration policy. And um, all right. So that's what I have on tickets. Um, Oh, look, Lauren, you're up again. (laughs) So I actually got lucky. Thank you, Sharpie. um, Because he brought it to my attention that I was going to possibly be able to get in on Sunday. And then I was looking around online and I saw that there was an AP uh, viewing of it, of River of Lights on um, Friday night while I was there. And I was actually in the Magic Kingdom eating dinner at Crystal Palace. And there was one other person there with me who had an AP. And I said to her, I said, oh, my God, River of Lights is starting in 45 minutes. And I can't believe I'm not seeing it. And she was like, what? So we literally got in the car. We flew over there. We got there with one minute to spare. And I got to see the AP viewing of River of Lights. Uh, There were no glitches with it. It went off seamlessly. Um, It's very colorful. Um, I think I think it's beautifully done. It kind of reminds me a little bit of Illuminations. Don't say that. Um, No, not in a not in the. (laughs) It's different than Illuminations, though. Like the music is beautiful, um, the the water and the lights and everything they do with it is spectacular. It's it's very very pretty. I don't know that it's going to hold a four year old's attention. Um, there's really no storyline, anything to do with Disney. Really, it's very you know. There's animals in it, but it's not like it's got like you know the Lion King running through the jungle or something in it. It's not, there's nothing the kids are going to recognize. Um, but it's a short show, so it might be okay because of that. The show is only 15 minutes long. Um, but the barges that come out with the, they've got like the turtle and the owls. And um, I love the, the, the tulips in the middle. They, they open up and they close and they've got water coming through and the water changes colors. And there's one huge tulip in the middle that actually eventually spews fire. Um, it's very interesting how they do it. And I can see why technically it took them so long to get the show pulled together. Um, but it was, it was beautiful. It was really pretty. So am I going to be disappointed? <laughs> I don't know I, what to- I keep I haven't read the reviews. I keep my my last big show was World of Color at Disneyland and when I saw that I was like wow. It's nothing like World of Color. I know. And so I saw that and then I thought maybe River of Light will no. take that to the next level and and integrate but it sounds like it's a, but it sounds like it's different but maybe still good as good or but just different. It's it's not to me so World of Color I think is and, and I wasn't a fan of the the anniversary version yeah. of World of Color, but the traditional World of Color, mm-hmm. I think, far surpasses this. And I think from what I can tell, it's it's more engaging because there are a lot the, – the characters are there. Yeah. Uh, and then the other thing is the length. Uh, everyone and, – and I've read this several times, and this, this reference is back our earlier story about Wishes um, – Wishes is only 12 minutes and 26 seconds start to finish. Okay. So it's about the same length as a traditional show, right? Well, but whenever you look at Fantasmic, like whenever you look at a show that has an entire arena Mm -hmm. built specifically for it, 
I mean, that you're that's looking really, at 25, 30 minute shows usually. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, I, I was really expecting something a lot more um, lengthy and, and, and more had, had more depth to it. I agree. Uh, from from I, what I, everything from what I've heard and, and from what uh, um, Lauren has no said storyline to it. Right. And, and that's, that's the problem. Yeah. I, I need to know something Sharpie. How did you know Wishes was 12 minutes and 26 seconds? Have you, are you kidding? Have you met Sharpie? (laughs) Even, this is even. He is a wealth of useless information. I know, but this in particular, I I just need to know. How long have you known that? Did you just like Google it? No, does he he just. time it? He's he's whispering, Alexa, how long is Wishes in the background? I heard him. No, it's it's, it's one of those things that you're like, you're standing there on Main Street. You're like, hmm. How long is this? Do I so, like, you know, later that night on when you're on the bus on the way back to your resort, I of course I Googled it and it's 12 minutes and 26 seconds. Nice. I like that. I mean, and I always like, remember it because it's the day after Christmas. It's 1226. Oh, so, there you go. I know. It's kind you, of rain ish. I know I'm a nerd. No, it's, no. It's the same kind of guy that takes Q tips to the corners and the you know, like, oh, I've got to get this dirt out of the corner of the bathroom here. I didn't know people watch me do that. <laughs> that's kind of creepy all right so it's i'm sorry it's the same as wishes Uh, yeah you think it would be a little more in depth i don't know i haven't seen it so i'll have to go and see it but yeah i mean it's good it's 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 not i didn't walk out of there and go wow hmm yeah, see, you I know. walked out of the World of Color and I was like, wow, that was, and then I went for, and then they had a Christmas version. I was like, wow, that was, you know, and so they could change it up and they add a new pre-show to it. And then they had the, the ears that lit up. I don't know. It was, I don't know. Anyway. Yeah. And, and the see, shows are so I've amazing. Says if you don't know the backstory, like mm-hmm. the, the creative story behind yeah. Rivers of Light, you won't get it from the show. That's just a way of a complicated way of someone saying, "Hey, our show's great. You just can't appreciate it. You don't know art. it's really wonderful, but you're a peasant." Well, and and that's a lot of the critique that that um, uh, oh, well, Fantasia that? had. Whenever yeah. you look at look back at Walt, Walt 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 Disney created in Fantasia, it was this work of art that people were like. I don't get it. Yeah. And even still today, like I sit my kids down and we watched, we watched, uh, um, Fantasia and they're like, what is this? Yeah. It's, I, Do still you know what? I think a certain way. type of get a kid likes Fantasia. Cause my youngest one is like way into it, but the other two could care less, but he's kind of nerdy. So, Oh, not that you're not that you're a nerd. Sorry. Well, Disney, Disney has backstories back for everything at Disney. And they even had, they had a backstory for Pleasure Island. And they had plaques, uh, evidently on different places, hidden on different buildings with, you know, like these um, brass plaques with all the different story and stuff on it from building to building to building. But but nobody, and I, I, I ran across that somewhere, but I was like, who's going to know this besides nobody? I mean, it was like... I was like, who, yeah. how much effort did they put into the story of theming Pleasure Island and hiding plaques with all the story on it all over Pleasure Island? And nobody knows. But it sounds like it's similar to 
to the uh, what is it? Not World of Color, the uh, Rivers of Light. So I don't know. Hopefully, I'll be able to appreciate it without knowing whatever the the story is, without having to dig into it. But we'll see. But all the reviews I've seen have said that it is very, very, very Animal Kingdom. All right. Well, that's that's what they need. And then I still haven't seen the Tree of Life at night. I saw the video that uh, Twitter Girl Mandy did, and that looked like it was cool. So I have to see that in person. That one is pretty cool. Yeah. And, and I've I I saw one review that said. It, if they had been able to merge those two shows together, there would have been a, a much greater depth to the show. Well, that's what I figured they would project on the tree from the, but I don't know if you could see the tree from where the show is or maybe yeah. they, maybe they don't or do. I don't know. No, you can't. It's oh, too far. Okay. No. I mean, you can kind of see it in the background, but it's, it's not, Yeah. it's not anywhere where, so we should, let everybody know that the river of lights will actually begin official performances on February 17th with just one show every night. And that's going to be at seven 15. And then, um, after that, it's going to be on Sundays, Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Saturdays until April 8th. And then it becomes a nightly offering. Okay. So, and there are dining packages available. You can do Tusker House or Tiffin's um, dining packages. And it is actually a couple dollars more, I believe. Um, I think it's like $5 more per person, roughly, to get the dining package. But with those theaters, Chris, what did you say? 20% is... I'm sorry. I didn't, open- I didn't hear exactly what you were saying. No, I think you told me 20% was open to the public and 80% was for dining and fast passes. Oh, no, that wasn't me. I'm sorry. Oh, somebody told me that. I don't know how true that is. I thought it was you. Hmm. We'll have to check it out. All right. Well, we're going to go ahead and grab the show, wrap it up right here. And I'd like to thank Pixie Vacations for sponsoring the podcast. If you enjoy listening to our shows, you can find more at mousechat.net and also on iTunes. If you have comments or questions for us, please send those to us at comments at mousechat.net. Thanks so much for listening, and please join us again next time on Mouse Chat.